For this week's Tate Lines Unedited, Scott Ritchie, Illinois basketball beat writer, Illinois volleyball, Illinois baseball, Illinois football beat writer, steps in for Lauren, weighs in on all things recruiting from E.J. Liddell's home visit with Brad Underwood the other day to uh, a rash of Illinois volleyball transfers and who's coming in for Chris Thomas's nationally ranked team. Scott's a wealth of uh, knowledge. Listen in to this week's Tate Lines Unedited with Scott Ritchie. We'll be back after this. Hey, Jim Rosso, News Gazette Media, reminding you that at NewsGazette.com we have a ton of podcasts every week, from Brian Barnhart's Penny for Your Thoughts to Scott Beatty's News Hour to Elizabeth Hess, Dave Gentry, talking with movers and shakers on their morning show. Head to NewsGazette.com and search for podcasts. Hi, Scott. How you doing? Good, Jim. That's not Lauren Tate. No, it is not Lauren Tate. It's Scott Ritchie, um, Illinois beat writer for uh, almost four years now. Uh, here's the deal. Scott's going to take Lauren's place this week because Lauren is under the weather. I hardly believe it. He's not feeling well, and you know you know that must be true because Lauren for 52 years has been fighting through all sorts of crud to get on the air, to write his column, to take to Twitter. Uh, occasionally, yes, but I imagine he will be back soon and knock me out of this chair next week he will but i'm glad to have you scott because no one knows illinois sports like lauren or scott because he covers a bunch of stuff for uh news gazette media from volleyball to basketball of course is his primary beat to football to baseball just a a little bit of everything about all uh well how many sports over there 18 is that right uh 19 19 okay well scott's got the the scoop on all of them. And I'm going to, you know, you're our basketball beat writer, Scott, but I'm going to start with volleyball. Okay. Because I understand the roster is going to look a little different in uh, fall of 18. Yeah. Tell, there, me, tell me about it. There's been uh, four transfers, uh, I guess, in this offseason period. Um, three from the nine deep freshman class that, that started uh, in 2017. Uh, Marika Van Dyke, Tiano Mazik, and Kylie DeBerg. And then uh, a sophomore, uh, Annika Giroux uh, has also left the team. Uh, three of those players uh, have new homes. Uh, Omazic and Giroux are going to Missouri, so uh, more bragging rights, transfer you know, news there, and then uh, Van Dyke is headed to Louisville. That's a lot of transfers, Scott. Should I be concerned? Um, it's probably not concerned, but it's just different for Illinois volleyball. Uh, these are the first transfers at Illinois since uh, Jasmine Orozco uh, back, I think, in 2010, and uh, that was only one of two for Kevin Hambly during his entire you know, tenure at Illinois, the, the other you know, being a, a grad transfer. But uh, new coach, new system. I mean, I think the fact that Chris Thomas kept all nine freshmen uh, initially, you know, once he was hired uh, what not, last February was a pretty good thing that he did. I mean, it was you know, a big class, and he was new to a lot of those players, and yeah, several of them, you know, contributed. Still a program. Right still a program on the rise, Scotty. I think it has to be, and, and there won't be you know, a dip next season because they lost some transfers. I mean, they still have Jordan Poulter, Ali Bastianelli, uh, Jacqueline Quaid, you know, Beth Prince, and then there are some pretty good recruits uh, coming down the pipe. And I mean, volleyball recruiting is crazy because it starts so early. So uh, Chris Thomas already has. Uh, some 2019s, 2020s, uh, 2021 commit. Uh, so it's uh, he's stacking talent on top of talent. 
Scott Ritchie just back from the Dominican Republic where he vacationed with clothes on, I understand. Yeah, it was uh, it was very relaxing. Temperatures. I don't want to hear any more about that. It right? was I, a shock to my system returning to Bloomington it, last night when it was 31 <laughs> degrees. And it wasn't I about turned around and just got back on a plane. I don't want to hear about that, Scott. That's not the reason I brought it up. All right. Well, I, just I don't want you to rub it in that it's been 20-degree weather here in central Illinois. But I noticed before you went on vacation, which I was trying to get to, okay. I saw you tweeting from Huff Hall. What the heck is going on? Are they playing volleyball now? Yeah, they have a, a spring schedule every year. Um, this had their last home match uh, of the spring on Friday. They'll, they've got one more before that wraps up. And then it's hands off for the coaches after that. They've got to let the players do their own thing uh, in the – in the summer, but uh, obviously with some a little, you know, some direction, you know, what the the coaches would like, but uh, it's uh, just time to you know, learn, get better in the spring. Preseason top twenty-five uh, poll will come out probably uh, August. Where is Illinois going to start the season? I would guess, just based on making it to the Sweet Sixteen last year, that they'll be somewhere probably in the say top eighteen, just because of the players they do have coming back. I'll accept that. I mean, it's a little, it's a little tough to give you know, an exact number. All right, I, mean, I could give you one, and when I'm right, that'd be something I'll hold over everyone's head. But I don't want to go out on that limb yet. Scott, I know you're a, an Associated Press voter for uh, men's basketball and for women's basketball, mm-hmm. uh, as the News Gazette has for a number of years. Do you have a volleyball vote? Is there a volleyball? There's vote? only a coaches poll okay. in volleyball. That's so. not right. Well, I don't know that there might be enough volleyball media to have a poll. Okay. Well, no one covers eyeball like Scott. That's a, a reason to listen in, reason to click on his stories, reason to pick up the News Gazette for a buck fifty. There you go, Scott. Steal. How about that? Hey, I want to talk basketball though. That's, let's that's let's the make that switch. You know, it's funny. Uh, April is is busier than March. I would argue in, for the, in the college basketball world because that's when the fun stuff happens. When players hit the road and when they commit and when they transfer and when they go to the NBA. Right. Let's start with EJ yeah. Liddell. Okay. Our player of the year, the News Gazette player of the year. Yeah, as a junior. Tweeted out last night a, a fine picture of him and Jamal Walker and Brad Underwood. What's up with that? Well, he got you know, an in-home visit for those coaches, and Illinois has probably recruited E.J. Liddell the hardest, uh, maybe of any program. I think Missouri's right there as well, but uh, he's known Jamal Walker since he was like in eighth grade, and I think that continuity in the coaching staff after the, the change from John Gross certainly helps, and and when I've talked with him, he said, you know, he just wants to, you know, develop that relationship more with Brad Underwood and you know, a lot of the coaches that are recruiting him. But uh, he has about you know a dozen plus offers right now, total including Illinois, and I can only see that number just ballooning out of control uh, this spring, uh, unless maybe teams think that Illinois and Missouri are too far ahead, because they might be. I would. Doubt that Kentucky ever thinks that. <laughs> no, they. Well, there are a certain number of programs I feel they can probably just swoop in at the end and be like, "Hey, we have an open scholarship. Um, here you go. Let's make. Let's get this mm-hmm. thing happening." Okay, in home visit. What do they eat? Uh, like steak? Uh, they share soda. What goes on in an in home visit? Well, it's just that's more of maybe a a personal type visit because you know when you know, coaches go out on the road to watch games. I mean. That's typically during some you know quiet periods where they can't like initiate contact. They can if a player says hello, then they can you know, you know casual chit chat. But in home, 
you know, you get the parents in there, obviously a big key in recruiting and just really develop a more personal relationship. And when like every recruit that I've talked to, they always talk about relationships with the coaches and the family feeling. And so getting that in their house is an important thing. All right. How'd it go? Good. I don't know that there's any ever home visit, official visit, unofficial visit that goes bad. (laughs) And if it does, no one talks about it. That's, that would be a rare thing and just an awful sign that things are not going well somewhere. When do you think he makes the call on what college he initially chooses? He's been really low-key about his recruiting up until now. Um, and I don't know if maybe this you know, spring and summer on the AAU circuit changes his recruitment at all. If I mean, I think teams are going to get you know, eyes on him and see what his full game is and – Really like that, and maybe you know that flood of offers comes and it pushes things back. But I could see where he would be a, a November signee. But spring is becoming a lot more popular right. as teams, as players, kind of get a feel for who's going to be on their team and if their coaches are going to be fired. And it's spring is as big as November at this point. Scott, I don't know if you know this, but il- the Illinois fandom has more panic buttons than any fandom in America I've discovered in my 24 years here in Champaign. Well, in four years here, I've gotten a pretty good feel for that. Okay, so. it, it's a little known fact that each fan has his own, Their own separate panic button. panic button at home. If E.J. Liddell does not pick Illinois, is it panic button time? I think they're going to be hammering on those pretty hard. Just because he's been seen as this top in-state target to get for uh, several years now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think if he ends up at Missouri, which there's as much chance that that happens as he ends up at Illinois, that that would just twist the knife even harder. And some of those panic buttons would be broken by the force that's probably hit. You bring up Missouri, as Bob Osmussen did in today's news, because that, that rivalry kind of picking up steam, not only volleyball transfers, but uh, assistant football coaches making the move. And, of course, Mark Smith, sure. Saturday night, ten fourteen, he <laughs> sends out the message, hey, I'm yeah. going to Missouri. Your take on that? Um, maybe not totally surprised by that. I mean, at one point, he was a Missouri baseball commit, so mm-hmm. there was – something about Missouri that he liked, you know, beyond, you know, sports. Uh, but, you know, Conzo Martin uh, is recruiting, you know, St. Louis and the Metro East area pretty hard, and it's keeps him sort of local, which was, I know, part of, you know, his interest in Illinois was it was close and his parents could come and, you know, see a lot of his games. And, you know, he's friends with, Jeremiah Tillman, friends with Javon Pickett, who will be on the Missouri roster, you know, next season after uh, a year at a prep school. So there were ties there. I, I'm not really surprised at all that he ended up in Missouri. Again, if you're an Illinois fan, you know it's going to come back to haunt you, right? Uh, at some point, that 2019 <laughs> bragging rights game has just a little extra interest in it. We'll see what Mark Smith can do. He was pretty good, right, for Illinois uh, this last season in that bragging rights game, at least. Enough of Mark Smith. He's dead to me. All right. I think that feeling is right. just I don't permeated want to talk the anymore. fan base. I don't want to talk about him anymore. I do want to talk about the uh, evaluation period, which we're about to enter. Yeah, this weekend. Uh, it's you know, the start of the Nike EYBL and Under Armour and uh, I believe the Adidas you know, AAU circuits. 
they're, they're all going to get going, and coaches are going to be out in force to really start putting their 2019 classes together and developing your relationship with 2020 recruits that are playing you know up and or at 16 under levels and it's a big time i think if you can remember last year you know brad underwood hired in march and april ton of offers go out because he's getting a chance to you know see players uh, assistant coaches are getting a chance to see players that will fit the new illinois and be a, a big time in Dallas. That's where the EYBL is going to open things up, and I would say the majority of Illinois' current recruiting targets do play uh, in the EYBL. Give me some. Oh man, there's a there's a ton. Of course, you know, kind of thinking you know more locally. Uh, EJ Liddell will be playing for Brad Beal Elite. Francis Okoro for Brad Beal Elite. Also, Mario McKinney out of St. Louis is on that team. Uh, Mac Irvin Fire, which uh, only got Iota Sumu you know, this past uh, recruiting period. And they've got uh, Adam Miller, his Morgan Park teammate, uh, formerly of uh, Peoria Emanuel. He's going to be playing up for that team. Uh, some guys out of Texas, Drew Timmy, Jamie's Ramsey. Uh, there's, I mean, a ton out of New York. Uh, just, I mean, UIBL is probably at this point maybe the elite of the elite right. AU you know grassroots circuits and Illinois is going to be out in full force. So they know who they want. I I have to believe. I don't think they use these weekends to judge the talent. I think they use them to be seen, right or wrong. Um a lot of it is getting that orange and blue on a sideline you know at these you know, events where they, you know, six courts running at the same time. And, yeah, because they, they saw a lot of their 2019 targets you know, last season uh, on the AU circuit because a lot of them played up a level to 17 and under. Uh, I mean, EJ Liddell, you know, being one of them, you know, he got kind of called up from the, the 16 and under team when they had some, some roster turnover. And he played more of a role for Brad Beal Elite last year. And, you know, now he's going to be the guy, you know, one of the guys. And, you know, I think. Wouldn't be surprised if there was an Illinois coach at every single one of his games. Michael, thank you. Where's he going? It's a good question. Uh, he's going to make his visits to his five okay. you know, finalists. Uh, Where do you think he's going? I, if I went off of Twitter and Facebook, Grand Canyon, because that seems to like be the only option for uh, a lot of people. Um, and maybe uh, the, the chance you know play with Tim for a year is interesting. But he uh, he told me also it's like. He can see Tim for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not gonna he's not gonna base his decision solely around that. But uh, I mean, following up a degree from the University of Illinois with one from Stanford would set him up pretty good, you know, down the line. I think uh, you know, Penn State is sort of an interesting you know, option. Uh, Vanderbilt has a great 2018 class coming in that he would fit in with because there's they don't have a player of his skill set, but. Uh, We'll see. I I'll know. go with Vanderbilt, Scott. They got the Roger Powell connection. Gonna, they got the family familiarity. They got uh, yeah. having recruited Tim. I think. I think that's where he winds up. Wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Great campus. Vanderbilt. What are you yeah, country I mean, music fan? It's in Nashville. Nashville's you said a, that Nashville's a lot of fun, Jim. Been there. Don't like the country music, so I'm, that kind of is a moot point for me. Well, there's other things to do than no, just there listen isn't. to country music. What, go to the casino? 
No, I mean, you just... Across the river? It's it's a fun time. I wasn't a huge country music fan. I enjoy my my time in Nashville. Phoenix, much better. I guess. Well, yeah. What's there to do in Phoenix? You got two hours and you're up in the Grand Canyon. You're 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 skiing in Flagstaff. I don't ski. Right. You're 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 a few hours away from well, enjoying Mexico. Me th- you keep telling me things like I've got to leave Phoenix to do all of these. I don't have to leave Nashville to have fun. Yes, you do. <laughs> in my mind. Okay. What else on the basketball beat? Uh, assistant coaches, all the same. No turnover there. Yeah, none so far. I mean, I think that's not surprising to me. I mean, a lot of these guys might be, you know, wooed away you know, at some point, but I think they've got a good thing going. It's, I think the personalities mesh, and that's something that Brad and mentioned is like kind of tying into recruiting. After a year together, they have a better idea of what kind of player they want and what they want that player to be at Illinois. So I think uh, that can only help. When you go to the Big Ten meetings in July, actually like October, right, September. Yeah, football will be football, in July. I'll, get my football I'll be at those too. So be, <laughs> well, I, I know where Illinois football will probably be picked. Yeah. They don't release the the entire list. They don't no. want to offend programs apparently. I guess. I mean, But the football is still going to start very low. Uh, has right. to after they didn't win. Well, that's any for games. another podcast because uh, I, there's again, a lot to unpack there. Yeah, basketball. You got 14 teams. Let's say they release the preseason rankings of those 14. Right now, what you know about te- players leaving around the Big Ten, players going to the NBA, players transferring, incoming recruits. Where's Illinois out of those 14? Probably ninth or tenth would be my guess because there's just so much unknown mm-hmm. about what next year's team will be. I mean, at this point, there's an equal number of incoming uh, freshmen plus one transfer uh, as our returning players. And with an open scholarship yet to give, there's going to be more new faces than old faces. Uh, next year as far as scholarship players go. And that's just, there's no idea how those players are going to mix together. So I think kind of that bottom third of the Big Ten in the preseason. Well, ninth doesn't get you in the NCAA tournament if it's a year like this year where only four teams from the Big Ten make it. Yeah, does the Big Ten improve its stock a little bit this year so a few more do make the dance? Probably, and I think the move to the 20-game schedule will help because it's going to, eliminate two non-conference games that for which is using Nebraska you know mm-hmm. as an example since they won 13 Big Ten games and didn't make the NCAA tournament but you know they had some played some teams where RPIs were super high and they also had a little bad luck they scheduled some teams that had won conference championships last year and then just went in the absolute tank so they that couldn't be helped but it's better to play I guess I'm not sure exactly how I feel. Better play two more Big Ten teams than two teams ranked 300-plus. You had a long one-on-one chat with Brad Underwood before you went to the beaches of the Dominican Republic. I did. That will soon, uh, we'll start rolling it out uh, online in print. What's what's your biggest takeaway of that conversation? I think even after... All that happened this past season, 14 and 18, losing the 
that opening round semi-play-in game feel in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, all the you know, the transfers and the, the roster turnover is he still has a very firm grasp of what he wants Illinois to be. And uh, he's not afraid to you know, push these players you know, in the direction that, that he wants as far as, you know, the system and, you know, not deviating from that, even if it might have meant uh, another win. But he's trying to build a program instead of just a one-off team. And that that probably stood out the most to me. he yell at you? No. No, he did not yell. Pound his fist into the table? No, but he does talk with his hands quite I a like bit. I like that. I'm heavy into hand talking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just to to kind of hammer home a point. Good. Good. All right. Scott Ritchie chats every week uh, about Illinois basketball, about Illinois sports, really, uh, at AlinaHQ.com. Yeah, twelve thirty on Wednesdays. Craziest question you've got this week? Have you looked at them yet? I have not. I I just looked to see how, if there were any. I'll race okay. and there there's a few. And okay. I mean, last week's was the best of the off season. Had twenty plus questions, so it never uh, dies. Setting a they set a good tone for the off season. It's been d- double digits. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to let you go because uh, quite yet because I know you cover all the sports. So I want to touch on one okay. that's flourishing right now. That's baseball. Yeah, right. They're nationally ranked, which is considering where they're playing in the uh, geographical look of the United States is it's uh, pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it fool's gold though? Are they any good? Oh no! It, this is a this is a pretty good team, and it helps to have arguably the best hitter in base in college baseball right now, and Brent Spillane. I mean, he is in top either leads or is in like the top five, top ten of um, like every power category. I mean, he's knocking the cover off the ball. And where is he getting drafted? Early, I think. I mean, I oh, think yeah. if okay. he maintains this level, mm-hmm. I could see, I mean, bare minimum third round. He's a junior, so he's gone. Yeah, I would assume yeah. so. But uh, it's been, uh, to use a, a popular sports term, it's been a process for this team. Uh, after 2015 Super Regional run, 50 wins, uh, got hit by the draft pretty hard and then again the next season and two really young teams last two years struggled and all those guys are older and better and Dan Harlow's got the Illini 25th in the country right now and only one other Big Ten teams in the top 25 that's Indiana and they're uh, they're ranked 12th by Baseball America. Saw highlights of Indiana Purdue the other day and Indiana looks like it's got a gem of a ball diamond it looks like a minor league park and that strikes me as Illinois still doesn't have that. That's true. Um, Indiana made a serious commitment to baseball uh, in the last, I guess, eight years or so. Uh, just opened a new park a few years ago. Oh, a serious improvement from their old park, which had become outdated, and it just was not going to help Indiana at all trying to recruit to the Midwest. And facilities aren't the end-all, be-all, but they certainly help. And Illinois is in the Bottom two or three of the Big Ten as far as facilities go for baseball. And I know that's kind of been a talking point for the last you know, few years uh, that something you know, being done to improve the facilities can only help Illinois. And the fact that 
you know, Dan Hartlip has built two teams in the last four years, you know, 2015 and then this year, uh, just through player development and, you know, hitting on some guys that maybe were overlooked you know, without having the draw of a, you know, shiny new mm-hmm. baseball facility, which a lot of the Big Ten teams have. It's kind of, it's it has to be looked at as impressive. Enough to make uh, a coach say, hey, I, I accept this other offer. I mean, maybe. Yeah, uh, Dan Harb's been here a long time, just picked up his 400th win at Illinois. And right. you'd think, I mean, this is, it's the next step that has to be taken for Illinois baseball. Right. I mean, there's, they've hit maybe that, that wall of where they're at now. Scott, we got to do this again. Well, I'm sure, you know, Lauren will be back to, in his usual chair, but I, you know, not opposed to the podcast appearance. I've enjoyed it. It was a good time. A wealth Even though of information. You ridiculed me about possibly liking country music. And vacationing in warm temps while we're freezing our behinds off well, up here. There's a reason. I, I don't like that I either. I went that far Scott. south. So you're dismissed. Okay. Get out of here. Hey, uh, follow along. Scott Ritchie covers everything. Uh, everything Illinois. Does a great job of it. Uh, follow him on Twitter. Follow him on Snapchat. Email him. Yeah, that's fine. Maybe... I'm not much of a, a snapper okay. unless I'm taking over the, the News Gazette account. Okay, which you'll do a lot this year. All right, Scott, I've enjoyed it. We'll be back next week. See you.